All right. So today on the podcast, we have Coach Seth Ramsey from Poca. I know you're you're going to really love his wisdom. Uh, he's built that program uh, from something that was struggling into now a, a powerhouse program in the state of West Virginia. So I know you will enjoy this podcast. Coach Ramsey, welcome to the podcast. Hey, it's good to be here. Thanks for having me on, man. Uh, you know, Mike Hughes told me it was a running joke that uh, you were saying you haven't been on the podcast yet. Is that is that true? Yeah, I, I told him I, I was a little disappointed. I, now, now I feel like I've arrived in the coaching world. I, I, I texted, uh, matter of fact, I texted him, yeah, baby, here Me? Yeah, that's be- That's good. I got you, coach. Okay. Yeah, that's better now. I, didn- I missed what you said before. What did you say before about being on the podcast? I, I texted – when you asked me uh, the other day, I, I texted Mark uh, Wilson immediately and said, oh, yeah, baby, here we go. I've made it now. <laughs> you made it now. Coach, I, I don't think that is true. I think that you are way uh, – you have way more clout than me as a head coach. You've been to the playoffs. You've had a nine and one year, ten and ten and zero year. That's awesome. Uh, we're we're uh, we're reaping the benefits of uh, of good athletes right now. And I, uh, Cal Bailey, I, I played college baseball for him at State. And he he told me before he passed away, the the, the coach with the best players is the best coach. That's wise stuff, Coach. Coach, tell uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, your background, and uh, then we'll go from there. Well, I'm, uh, this is my uh, – I think it's my sixth year here at Poca as the head football coach. Um, I, I, my, my, I'm a uh, – yeah, personally, I, I'm married. we got a little little three-year-old daughter, Eliza, and we love her to death. I'm a, uh, I'm a born-again Christian, and uh, – yeah, I, we have a, a faith-based approach with, with what we're doing here at Poca High School. And I, I have a I have a baseball background. I, I played college ball at State and was for Cal Bailey and Sean Lloyd and Lawrence Nelson wrote and those guys. And I was able to stay on his staff for a couple of years after I was finished playing. And, and, and I, I never I never dreamed that I'd be coaching football longer than I'd ever be coaching baseball. I always, always felt that I would I would get in the baseball and, and, and stay there. But, you know, the, the – Lord works mysterious ways, and, and here I am at Boca High School, my my sixth year. We we love where we are. We we, we love the kids that we work with, and and we're we're just excited about the the opportunities we have here. That's awesome, Coach. Coach, talk a little bit about how you've built that poker program because you took it over and it was it was struggling, and you guys have have definitely turned that turned that ship around. Well, I, I think the. If anything, I think what we've been able to do is 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 have a little stability for the kids. And and when when I took the job, I think I was the the third head coach in three years. And 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 if anything, I hope I've been able to to just just provide a little stability with with what the kids expect from year to year, and then and what's expected of them as far as uh, you know what what we're holding them accountable to, and and the expectations of, of what they can do, what they can't do, and and what what we want them to do, and and just we've really tried to to make sure that we provide them with the the best the best high school experience they can possibly have because we want we want them to look back on this thing 
20, 25, 30 years from now when after class reunions and talk about how much fun they had playing high school football. And I think if anything, that's that's what we've been able to do. Now we have, what, what, what turned this thing around, it, it, it wasn't, I know we live in a time and an age when, when, when every coach wants to credit success to, to the culture they built, but, but we're, we're successful right now because we, we, we have the, the, we have the best group of athletes that we've had since we've been here. And, and this senior class, especially when they came in as freshmen, they, 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 they turned the thing around and really started in practice. And you could tell the, 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 the very first practice we had out here with, with this pack, that they, they were, they were different and that we had something special with them. And, and, you know, hopefully we can, hopefully we can get back to playing some games here and, and, and send them out on a high note here their senior year. Yeah, Coach, I mean, you, obviously you guys are great players. Y'all have done a great job. Talk about how are you keeping your kids engaged during this time of COVID where we can't even, we can't even practice this week? Well, it gets, it gets more and more tricky as, as the days go by. And, the, you know, when, when, when you get into, you know, uh, extracurricular athletics and, 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 and stuff like that, when, when you spend all this time practicing, you spend all this time preparing to, the 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 you're, you're you're doing that for games and then when you take those games away i mean it's in the kids mindset it's like why in the world am i doing this we don't get to play it's definitely been it's definitely been tricky it's definitely been been a chore but but you know we, we try to to make things as fun as we can we try to make things as, as competitive as we can and 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 we try to you know provide everything we can for this kid and right now yeah we, we got to make sure that we we, we can provide the what, what they need mentally and emotionally with with, with, with the up and downs is just the roller coaster ride of this whole caller map. And, you know, you know, last week we, at the end of practice, we got a game scheduled with, with hurricane for Friday and our kids were all excited. And, and then at 10 30 the next morning, they had to call them, Hey, we can't play because we're not going to be back in school because of our numbers are going up. And it's just, just the emotional roller coaster. And it, it, it gets more and more tricky as time goes on. I think, I think what really helps us right now is, is we have a lot of guys that's been here for a while and, 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 you know, they, they they do a pretty good job of holding each other accountable and holding each other in check, and they do a pretty good job of, of making sure that, that whenever our, our number's called, whenever they said, hey, you, you're, you're clear to go back at it there, you know, they, they do a good job making sure they stay in shape physically and mentally. And and, and, and we're blessed that, that we have a, an older group and a, a senior, junior, and leading team, and, and, and that really helps us more than anything. Yeah, Coach, I just I... – it's it's been a struggle, obviously, to keep keep track of your guys and try to, you know, like you said, check up on their their like physical and mental well being, and even you were talking about their spiritual well being because you're you're talking about being a Christian and coach. I'm right there with you uh, with that. How how do you see your program going forward if we can get maybe to Orange because we can't like in Orange you can't even put on pads. So what are some things that, that you've done? to try to keep your guys ready, even if we can't really make contact and, and put on football pads? We were, we were orange last week. And so we had to practice all week in orange last week. And, 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 and you still, we still try to make sure that we hit, you know, our, our team offense, uh, team defense, what we can. I mean, obviously you can't go against anybody, but our, our special teams going against there, our team moving going against there. And, and we try to make sure that, that we hit the things that we need to hit to stay football ready but, but but then also just letting the kids play some different games you know having some different competitions with them whether it's a punt punt pass kick kind of deal whether it's a you know a, a, a an Ironman competition in the weight room um, whether it's some type of 
you know, fast break football game that they can get going on with, with themselves after we're done practicing. Yeah, just whatever we can. And, and the, when we get back with them, if we're still orange, we're probably going to cook out for them a few days a week, uh, you know, fry up some burgers and stuff, and, 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 and just try to make, make this as enjoyable as we can for them. Yeah, I think like you you hit the nail on the head there. The key is just trying to keep them engaged as we as we go forward. So, coach, shifting gears a little bit, talk about your offense philosophy. I, you call the plays at Poca. Now, I don't need any game plan stuff because we hope they're going to play here, obviously. But talk about just your overall philosophy and what you what you like to do on offense. Well, what we we're, 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 I'm kind of a, a a pro style system with things we do. Um, I, uh, we're, we're two back run play action team. Uh, we, we run a ton of uh, we run a ton of buck sweep. We run a ton of counter. Uh, we run a ton of ice moves, and we, we we got a back that likes to operate out of the eye formation. So we try to do that as much as possible. But, but we also try to be multiple in what we're doing, and 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 in our two two by two sets and our three by one sets. Uh, you know, I, I would like to be I would like to be more twelve personnel, just because that's my personal liking. But 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 we play. They mostly 20 and 21 per, and uh, but what's helped us the last few years is we've had we, we've had guys that's been able to, to to keep us multiple in our personnel groupings without bringing anybody in and out. I mean, we, we could go to two by two to two by one to, to to you know two by two with two tight ends. I mean, we 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 we, we could do different things because of the personnel we had. But 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 we're I mean we're probably could identify with the the Earhart Perkins system where we use a lot of one word play calls for. Um, for, for our blocking schemes and our, our, our plays, try to try to make them as simple as we can for the kids, and and we try to let the kids name things that way. It has more meaning to them, and they're they're more invested in what they're doing. But I mean, and, and you can watch it once you put the film on us. It's I mean, it's you, you can tell what we're doing. You know, we're we're gonna run buck sweep, we're gonna run play action, we're gonna try and get one on ones on the outside with our guys, and 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 and, and a lot of I, I think high school football. I think especially in West Virginia, I think more teams struggle with the spread. Now we don't run a whole lot of spread, but I think more teams struggle with the spread because just about every coach in West Virginia has a has like a wing tee or a, a, a double wing or a slot tee or a single wing background. So that they, they can identify with that a little bit better and they, they can probably prepare defensively for that a little bit better. And, and, and you know, I, I think I think the spread is a little bit harder to cover, but 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 you got to kind of ta- tailor things to what you have. And, and so we're, we're I mean, we offensively we're we're two back. We're a run play action team. Um, and. and and it's it's workforce. You know, we'll, we'll we'll be a little bit different next year because we're losing some really good ball players. But we'll still, you know, we'll, we'll still we'll still run buck sweep. We'll still run counter, and we'll still try to get try to get advantage and leverage and numbers and 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 take matchup from from week to week. When we go into week, we want to make sure that we got, um, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, just looking by defensively. You know, how they how they try to move the big gaps. Where are they playing their force player? Where are they playing their overhang? Where's their free hitter? Are they one high? Are they two high? Are they middle field open? Middle field closed? You know what? What they? What, what kind of looks are they trying to get us into offensively? And, and and if we see a matchup we like, regardless of what player it is, we're going to try to, to exploit that the best we can. That's awesome, coach. That, and having played y'all for the last last two years, definitely, yeah, you you put it on us. So definitely, uh, you've done a, a great great job there, coach. Talk about your defense philosophy what do you like there what you believe in what's something that uh you hang your hat on there well i, I think if you're going to be good defensively no matter what system you have or no matter what scheme you have i mean you, first and foremost you got to stop the run and and it doesn't matter if you're in a 
an odd man front, an even man front, a, a, a five, a four, a three, whatever your run, you have to be able to stop the run. You've be able to got to stop the, the from, from the inside out. I mean, if you if you if teams can get, you know, a gap runs and b gap runs on you with success, you're going to have a long night. And so you got to stop that thing from inside out. Me personally, I'm I'm a uh, I'm a four three quarters guy. I, I just like it. I, I like that because it gives you plus one in the pass and gives you a free hitter and a run. Uh, but 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 defense. The defense, and, and I, I firmly believe defense is all about alignment and assignment. Can you line up correctly and can you do your assignment? And if you can line up correctly and you can do your job, then you're going to cut out a whole lot of of, of mistakes that happen over the course of a game. And and, and, and I, I believe that you need to be able to play your base defense at least 75 or 80% of the game. No matter what call they have offensively, you ought to be able to, to stop that in your base. Now, it changes a little bit when if you got a team that's going empty, if you got a team that's running quads at you. I mean, you have to tweak some things there, but 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 75, 80 percent of the game, you got to be able to run your base defense and, and be okay with it. Now you're going to change things up week by week and try to give them some looks that they haven't seen, have prepared for. But 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 I, I'm a schematically, I'm a I'm a uh, a four three quarters guy, and, and the way the way football's played now, it 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 probably looks more like a four two quarters coverage than what a four three. But 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 I'm a I'm a four three quarters guy. Yeah, uh, Coach Hughes tells me all the time. He he tells me this quote you said all the time that if uh, in checkers, if you don't move your back your back row, you win. Is that is that true, Coach? Is that what you say? And absolutely, you, you um, if you can, you know, if you can cap teams, if you can cap their best receivers and cap their playmakers on the outside with somebody over top of them, and keep everything in front of you, um, you know, they're they're and especially in high school football, if you can make teams take. 12, 13, 14 play drives to score, more than likely they're going to turn the football over. And, and, and something I'm guilty of as, a, as an offensive, as a play caller is, is I don't always take the, the hitch route or the easy, the, the, the grass route or the, the easy throw. You know, we all try to get the big play. We all try to get push the ball downfield. And, and, and we all try to, because we're, 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 we're not patient enough to, to take what they give us. And, and, and you can make, if you can make a high school football team have 12, 13, 14 play drives, you're you're, you're more than likely going to be in good shape because games are games are lost and not won. And, and and if you give an offense more opportunities to to put the ball on the ground or to throw an interception, they're I mean the the, the more plays they have, the higher like, likelihood it is that they're going to do that. And and, and that, that's what I like about um, about that quarters coverage is that you're capping the receivers and 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 you really got plus one in the pass game and you got a free hitter in a run game, and now it, it all obviously it all depends on what you have athletically and who your athletes are and, and what they can and can't do. But 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 I, I just really I, I'm a believer in it and that's what we do here. That's awesome, Coach. I love the fact that you believe in what in what you do and you're going to do it. Some guys, you know go back and forth, kind of change all the time. But that's a testament to you because you believe that even when you weren't having great success in the field and you've, you've let it kind of carry you through to this, to this success. And that's, that's fantastic coach. And we, you know, when I, I, I believe firmly that you, whatever you do, you, you got to have convictions in it and you got to believe in it because if you don't believe in what you're doing, your kids aren't going to believe in it. And it, it doesn't, it does not matter what, what, what scheme you run, it does not matter what coverage you run, what front you run, uh, you know, your stems and your stunts, all, all that's all that's good and all that looks good on the marker board. But if you do not have convictions in what you're doing, your kids aren't going to believe in it. 
and, and you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe in what you're doing. And, 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 and that's where, you know, and, and then if you can make things simple for kids, that's when they start playing fast. That's when they start playing with, with reckless abandonment. That, that's when you start getting 11 hats to the ball, the, 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 the simpler you can make things for them and, and, and the better they're going to be for it. But, but you got to have conviction. You got to believe in what you're doing. That's fantastic, Coach. Coach, as we, as we land this plane, talk about what, what advice would you give to a, to a coach who's maybe going through a season where they're struggling, but they see maybe there's some light in the tunnel, how they keep themselves going when maybe things aren't going so well um, and how they keep their motivation even when maybe, you know, they're preparing, they're doing all they can, but they haven't seen the success on the field yet. I think that all depends on what you what you identify as success and what you define success as being. I mean, if you if you define success in wins and losses, you're 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 going to be you're going to be hurting after a while. I mean, sure, you you might get a good class where you can pull off a lot of wins, but 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 if your if your whole success is 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 dependent upon wins and losses, I mean that, that that's going to give you a lot of heartache and a lot of headache because you can't control winning. If, if I could control winning, then I, Jerry Jones would have hired me a long time ago to be working on that Cowboy staff and be paying me a good bit of money. But the, the, the thing about winning is that that team across the sideline, they're doing everything they can win, too. You cannot control winning. What you can control is is coaching the little things right, coaching the fundamentals right, um, you know, coaching kids up to, to believe in themselves, to make them to, – to, to get kids and the young men and young men and the young adults and, and to, 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 to see that – progression that you have with them and, and get them to be successful in life and get them to be successful in whatever field they want to go in, whether it's a trade school, whether it's college, whatever it is, uh, you, know, you know, armed forces, uh, you know, w w w whatever they want to do. And, and, and I, I think your success is really the, to, 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 to see whether or not you're doing a good job is, is 10 years from now when people come back and they're, they're still wanting to be involved in your program or still wanting to come around your program, that, that, that's success. And, and, and if you, if you try to base success solely on wins and losses, you're, 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 you're going to be in trouble. And, 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 and I think if, if you're going through, you know, rough season, if you're going through rough times, if you're doing things the right way and, and, and you're, you're, you're devoting your time and energy into, to, to, to treating young men right and to, to teaching them life lessons and, and the hidden curriculum that that's in extracurricular sports and extracurricular athletics. And if you're doing things the right way, and I, I truly believe that coaching is a calling. I, I don't think any Joe Schmo off the, off the street can come in and, and, and truly coach young men and, and, and lead young men. You know, I mean, sure. Anybody can, anybody can get on the internet and find good plays and find, Stuff that looks cool and looks good, but 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 that, that, that stuff only lasts for so long. And, and you got to have core values. You got to have things that you believe in, and, and you got to, you know, respect the game. And, and you have to do things the right way as far as as just how your your, your daily interactions with players and, and whatever you're whatever you're preaching, you got to practice it too, and you got to model it too. And and and, and I, I just think that you really can't define success by by wins and losses, but you need to define success by your investment in the young men and their future. Coach, that is that is gold. That is golden. And coach, I really appreciate appreciate you coming on. And hey, you've been on the podcast, so now you could tell Coach Wilson you were on the podcast first. He's coming on the podcast. I'm recording his podcast later today, but I wanted to get you on first, Coach. Well, I, I, I'm I'm going to tell him that that the, 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 they they save the best for last. There, he's got big shoes to fill coming up. Coach, Coach, that is awesome. I appreciate you taking some time and coming on and, and talking with us. And, uh, Coach, you're first class. Thank you very much.
Oh, thanks for having me. It, it was a pleasure talking with you, and I uh, hopefully we can get these kids back to playing soon. Absolutely, Coach. Thank you, Coach.